Hello. It is, oh my god, one month into the new year. <laughs> Already. Good lord. Um, yeah, it's been two weeks again <laughs> um, in this time of not a heck of a lot going on. I don't have... <laughs> I'm so glad I didn't maintain the weekly thing because I would be talking about a lot of useless, nonsensical things. Not to say that I didn't for 52 weeks, but or it was probably a few months after that that I stopped going weekly. But maybe I had a year's worth of stuff to get out of my system. I don't know. <laughs> Anywho, how are you? I hope you're doing well. Um, and yeah, January's gone. Jeez. That's insane. Um, I've been up and down with getting outside and staying active. Uh, just had a gecko emergency <laughs> that it I've learned that vet bills have nothing to do with the size of the animal. We had a sick little leopard gecko last week. He got sick. I'm just watching him right now rip around in his terrarium, which is a good thing. Um... Anyone who's had one of these or something like this of the reptile shedding variety, I assume, may have come across he. And it's weird. Like, I had to learn the differences and things like that. Like, when snakes shed, their eyes even shed, like the eye itself. But with geckos, it's just the skin. And I don't know if I've mentioned it before. One of the repulsive parts of it is they immediately eat it back up because I guess it's full of nutrients and stuff so as part of them I guess they use their little claws and their mouths to um, get the old skin off you want to give them a area that's kind of cool and has moisture in it so it kind of helps it come off more naturally too instead of being just Nobody likes dry skin. People, lizards, all of us, I guess. <laughs> so, um, one of the two geckos that we were gifted for my son, um, he's had problems with it around his eyes. And a week ago or so, week and a half ago, I guess already, he had a piece of it kind of go under his eyelid and cause an infection. And it got out of control fast. And when they lose their appetite, it gets bad, too. Um, another neat, trivial thing for them is with people, we store our fat in kind of our bellies if we're a dude, mostly, and like hips and butt for ladies. I'll just make broad generalizations. Why not? Because <laughs> I know nothing. I'm not a doctor. But for geckos, it's in the tail. The plumper the tail, the more... Um, fat stores they have and so when we inherited him um he had a plump little tail and it went down quite a bit over this time or over the last while but they get finicky and sometimes if they just i've done a dumb amount of research and googling and youtubing and watching about leopard geckos to make sure we do the best we can for these things and his tail shrunk a bit, but then he got this eye infection, and so it's like, so luckily there's kind of a 
exotic animal and kind of aquatic store in town. So I took him in there a week ago. And the guy was like, no, his eyes infected badly. You got to get him to a vet. But we only trust one vet. And of course, they're not in town. So I spent eight hours of missing work in the last week trucking around this little gecko. And of course, it's still cold out. So I got to find a container, punch some holes in it, um, wrap that container in towels, put it to keep it warm and create layers of warmth and then put it in another container with holes punched in it and kind of zip them around. And so I went on a road trip with a gecko. (laughs) And so, yeah, we took him to a vet. And like I said, vet bills do not shrink with the animal. Um, More questions came out of it that I have because just I find it interesting, right? Um, I hope all people, when they get pets, are able to put kind of the emergency fund aside or have an emergency fund because it's it's worth it you love your pets and you want to take care of them so this tiny little leopard gecko had a bad infection and started having some swelling behind his eyes like not behind behind but like the jaw and under the chin and stuff and so took him in and he had x-rays and they uh prescribed him antibiotics in these tiny little needles which is astounding to me but the questions I have is because I didn't get to see this I had to go kill six hours in this small town where the only good exotic vet apparently in the province resides (laughs) so on top of that I got to have kind of a cool small town diner experience which I haven't had in forever and I had forgotten about stuff like that from when I was growing up but it's interesting like x-rays for a little gecko so for me is it a big machine and they just zoom in or is it a little teeny tiny x-ray machine for smaller animals and exotics and like lizards and I'm I don't know fuck I I guess I could look it up but my imagination is having more fun with this <laughs> and a little like mini gecko sized x-ray machine and then a little tiny like lead shield to put over his junk yes i understand but in my brain i'm having fun with this <laughs> so 500 dollars later and now i've got all kinds of stuff because his appetite's gone so they gave me this not the vet but the aquatics expert store guy who's super good with them um gave me this stuff and it's within reach here oh it is called grub pie so it's pretty much mud pie so i get to make mud pies but it's not as cool as the dessert and i get to mix it up it's a powder i mix it with water and it slowly kind of solidifies but he also gave me this little syringe thing so i got to make this mud pie mixture and kind of syringe feed this gecko because he's in no shape his eyes are infected too so he can't chase mealworms and other things around so i'm pretty much spoon feeding him this grub mush paste (laughs) poor guy um 
and they sent me in with these and I got to keep them in the freezer because I don't know if it goes bad fast or what the deal is but I have these little tiny gecko sized now syringes too to like or needles that he has to get every second day to like ward off this infection which is insane like that there's all these things are just entertaining me to no end teeny tiny x-rays um teeny tiny antibiotic needles um all this just to get this little guy up and mobile again oh and the mud pies right so it's like or grub pies or whatever it's um and now i gotta get him out and weigh him to make sure that he's hydrated and holding his weight and it's he's so tiny (laughs) it's just this strange strange scenario for this little guy so but as i'm watching him he's mobile he hangs out of course they're i've read both that they're nocturnal and other stuff i've read and looked at says that they're most active at like dusk and dawn hours so and they like to kind of just chill and bask in the heat sometimes so where i live (laughs) i'm assuming canada is not great for geckos considering i think they're from like india areas let's just gecko countries uh oh they're found on all continents except antarctica but of course temperate areas uh every continent except antarctica but um, i swear i read that they're more prevalent like i guess this is leopard gecko let's Uh, where are we there yeah that's what i had looked up afghanistan iran pakistan india and nepal and it's not everyone thinks that it's more desert but they kind of like low-lying grass trees stuff like that so i don't know it's weird that well i get that they're cute but it's so strange that these little they must be the cutest of all the geckos these leopard ones god knows they were used for car insurance ads when i was in my 20s so they have their appeal of cuteness i guess but just this whole pet phenomenon right i guess everything's a pet now so why not (laughs) so yeah that's uh that's been my last week and a half kind of stressful trying to keep your kid's favorite pet alive um, so he'll come home to that today and see that his little buddy's eyes are better and he's doing better. But now, like I said, every two days, because I don't trust myself doing these miniature needles into a gecko arm. So every two days I have to drive and get this aquatics expert guy to inject him with antibiotics. And I guess my only job is, yeah, weighing him to make sure he's staying healthy, hydrated, full of food, and then spoon-feeding him mud pies. I wish I wish that was my life. Can somebody... Well, I wouldn't want the needles, but... Can, well, we're all getting needles, I guess, in theory. <laughs> but if I could eat a mud pie a day, then I think there would be greater issues like diabetes <laughs> when that's all over with. Um, yeah, nothing huge and exciting... Otherwise, 
Um, this one I'm probably going to keep short and tidy. Uh, not much else going on. I think I've mentioned in the past now I'm doing a challenge on the 3rd, 4th, and 5th of March. So that's like a month away, four or five weeks. And that's the one where it's run four hour, run four miles every four hours for 48 hours. So that's 12 runs. And God bless him. A friend of mine's coming along for that. And we've kind of mapped it out. And he's brought up things that, of course, I'm more of those fly-by-the-seat-of-your-pants people. So I'm very thankful that he's putting a lot more forethought into this and bringing things up. Like, when you're running that much, I'm going to need to ingest three to 4,000 more calories during that time while trying to find naps and things like that, right? So it'll definitely be interesting, like, in staying hydrating and keeping those vitamins and minerals that the body sweats out when you run. Um... Early March here is generally cold, but I think our long-range forecast is actually very mild. Like, I think I'm going to be running in the zeros Celsius range for most of it. Of course, ups and downs for days and nights, but it'll be interesting. Um, at least it'll be daylight by 8 a.m. and potentially still kind of... Um, dusky lit for 8 p.m. so it'll be four runs two midnights and two 4 a.m.s it'll be in pitch black um otherwise yeah it'll be interesting to see um how that works how the body feels um how quickly you can recover i know i've run like four miles is 6.4 kilometers so it's not a stupid amount like i could probably run five kilometers multiple times a day so this is just a little bit more but it's from what i've read and people have posted online it's more the the lack of sleep the keeping up energy staying hydrated nutrition and just keeping yourself positive once you get lack of sleep like the one article that my friend forwarded to me the guy was taking like warm showers to kind of perk himself up after every second run i think I can't remember, but yeah, so that's five weeks away, I believe. Yes, so that'll be fun. And then, of course, I was looking for a um, penguin dip. And I know, actually, I do think I've mentioned this before. I didn't realize they went away because the insurance for things like that is um, a huge liability, right? Like what happens if someone dives in on some event that you're holding where you hacked out a hole in the lake and then has like a heart attack or some other preconceived health condition? Like I get there's disclaimers, but I'm assuming the insurance for these, and that's what I heard is the insurance got to be too much for what it was worth to run an event. But I found one that's, I wouldn't say it's within fun driving distance but it's within driving distance but it's in it's at a dam that powers like a power facility dam for our area so it'll be weird i think the water will be warmer like it won't be like a standing body of water that you'd have to hack out and it would be cold as fuck well i guess all lake water's above zero if it's not frozen technically so even water that's like 
two and three degrees with suck dick <laughs> to dive into. So, and they're doing what is it, one, two, five, and ten kilometer runs before you dive into this damn water. D A M N D A M N all at once. <laughs> so that'll be its own thing. So yeah, I'm just trying to get healthy. Um, most injuries are pretty low key right now so that's nice so yeah i'm just gonna keep trying to run on days where it's not minus 30 i think there's only one more snap i think later this week thursday friday where it goes way below minus 20 for a couple days again but then becomes canada mild (laughs) which is like negative teens here isn't a pain in the ass so yeah keep running keep training get ready for the hell of running 77 kilometers in two days uh and then resting obviously and then a week later running and diving into a lake damn body of water something (laughs) and then kind of that'll be two kind of fun fun air quotes um challenges for me to do for the beginning of the year and then kind of look into some other stuff um I don't know if it dawned on me while I was recording ever. June is 10 years for me of not drinking at all, which at the time it was done just to be available because I was still coming out of the restaurant business 10 years ago. And so that move was done to not be a shitty parent to a four-year-old who's now a teenager. But now that I'm just on this roll it's like what's the point of going and having a beer now it's 10 years in and I've made all these health movements also so I might as well just keep on trucking and then all of a sudden it's just it's snuck up on me now that it's been 10 years right so that's kind of cool actually I quite enjoyed and at the end of the day my son enjoys the notion that I did it back 10 years ago to be a better dad and just if an emergency came up I was available I wasn't out partying like I was still kind of doing restauranty things 10 years ago um but at least I wouldn't be uh unavailable if something happened where I had to like get up and go or be the the one who had to drive or help or take charge in something so yeah it's weird 10 years I Honestly, I don't think I would ever go back just for the fact that I think a hangover would flatten me. Because <laughs> 10 years ago, when I'd have been 37, so even then, hangovers were two day plus annoyances, right? That wipe you out. You're not 20. Like, when I was in university, I don't even think I had a hangover until mid 20s. So, yeah, crazy. What a year. So, And I'll find some more fun things to do. I've been thinking about what kind of fitness challenge thingy I could do for my birthday in June. So there's that. And then, yeah, I've signed up for, I think, a full, God, 40-some kilometer marathon. But that's September, long ways away to train for. Um, Other things have fluttered into my head for what I wouldn't mind trying to do. But we'll see. Some Some of them are just... Like, oh, that looks like something fun, but I bet it's more money than I would expect. Um, one of them was archery, but 
it was probably because I was going through old comics and came across Green Arrow. So we'll just <laughs> let that one simmer because I don't think bows and arrows are cheap. Plus, where do you go to shoot, right? It's not like you can go in your backyard because what happens if you fucking fire an arrow off into the alley when there's someone running their dog <laughs> and you just, whoops, sorry. Um, yeah, so... That's what's going on with me. I hope everything's been going well with you. And yeah, that's about it for now. Gecko life and keeping him alive. Keep my kid happy. It's his little buddy. So cool. Have a good one. I'll talk to you soon.